Hey, this is Dewey Bragg of Kill Devil Hill, and you're watching CMS TV. presents and I of course am Chris Aiken and joining me today on the show one of my favorite singers from way back in the day I can't believe the first time I met this guy was Jesus God centuries ago it seems like 2001 I, I think it was 2001 in the um in the pissing razors era but um he has gone on to to build Kill Devil Hill and now they are back after a very very long hiatus in there of 10 years they are back with a killer new record uh called seas of oblivion here to talk all about it the vocalist of kill devil hill mr dewey bragg dewey how are you brother first cup of coffee there you go <laughs> i slept i slept in today we rehearsed yesterday and i was like ah, i think i'm just gonna sleep in and do nothing today but thanks for having me absolutely dude well it's great to have you on man and like i told you before we got started man it's great to do this when i have a good record to talk about it's a little tougher when it's like hey let's talk about your record that i don't really like you know <laughs> hey you know what i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that don't like it but <laughs> this I is for the people that. that do like it that's right well dude it is a great record it's a different record Thank than you. what everybody certainly remembers from kill devil hill you know you've and just to get the, the the big part out of the way obviously this is this is moving on from what established the band from the the rex brown and uh vinnie apice era you know you you've those guys are off doing their things and you know god bless them for doing it but Absolutely. you've just and you've decided at this point that to bring the band back together after 10 years of hiatus so why don't we start there man talk a little bit about bringing the band back together bringing new new guys into the band and what what came into your decision to bring it back well mark and i <clears throat> excuse me mark and i uh have we continue to keep writing throughout the whole process when uh when rex and Vinny decided to uh take off and do their own thing um so re really mark and i always kind of stuck together and wrote but we really started writing this thing like in 2018 we started uh you know, throwing some songs together and I'd go to his house and our demo at my house. And we were like, you know what? There's no reason why we can't just keep this thing together. Cause him and I basically wrote the first two records anyway. So okay. 
I mean, we we felt like, you know, we should just continue to keep going. No need to change the name. Although there are people in the industry that wanted us to change the name. And we're like, no, you know, we're not going to do that. We don't need to do that. Right. You know, so, you know, Mark's the one that came up with the name. There's no reason why we can't keep it. There's no reason why we shouldn't move forward. And, and so we just kept writing. And, uh, you know, 2018, 2019, we were writing. And then all of a sudden, boom, 2020, everybody gets shut down. Pandemic, you know. Right. I go home to see my mom, take her out to dinner for her birthday. You know, I bring a small little suitcase with just a few little clothes in it. And boom, I'm there for like eight months. <laughs> right. um, so I'm, I'm literally, <clears throat> I'm on a um, desktop computer with a, a Beats headphone microphone recording vocal tracks because I didn't have any gear with me. So right. Mark and I just kept throwing stuff back and forth and I'd send him some vocals. He'd hit, send me some music and blah, blah, blah. And uh, we just kept writing and kept writing. And then we were like, you know what? We need to put this out. We need to, we need to you know, we need to record this. And so, you know, we, we talked to Johnny and Johnny's like, yeah, let's do this, you know? And then uh, I got in touch with Matt Snell, which is a long, long time friend of mine. I've known Matt since, geez, probably... 2000 i think it was okay. 2000 yeah actually actually 1997 or 98 excuse me so um call matt he was available he was like yeah let's do it so we started demoing everything we started putting the songs together i mean and it just it literally just started coming together very very easily and you know we got chris collier from from uh from vegas and uh started recording this thing with uh him and fluff and man it just all just came together and that's basically what happened. We just said, screw it. Let's just keep rolling, man. You sure. Know? Well, it, and it is, it's a great record. It's a definitely a different record though. If people listen to the first two records, yeah, they're, they're going to be like, well, this ain't that. And no, I honestly, that, that's think exactly, that. that is, sorry. That's exactly what we were trying to do because, sure. you know, I was like, I don't really want to scream that much anymore. I'd rather do more of, of, of what I started with singing, uh, more melodies, more harmonies, you know, mm -hmm. more, more of a, a vocal structure, you know, like uh, letting the vocals breathe a little bit more. And, and Mark thought it was a great idea too, which allowed him to sing more as well. So <clears throat> we felt like let's, let's do something different. Let's just try something completely different, you know, because when you got Rex in the band, people want you to be heavy, you know, and people are expected to hear Pantera. And it's like, no, that's not what we're doing, you know? Right. So, uh, <clears throat> which no offense to Pantera, because we you know we all love Pantera, especially of course. me. Of course. And uh, <clears throat> we just wanted to, um, just do something different. And I really am, I'm, I'm super happy that we were able to accomplish that on this record. Right. And, and you uh, definitely do, man. I mean, and, and you know, to just to dovetail off that point for a minute, this record, and, and I'm going to guess, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. One of the best things for you guys this time is that this is going to be the first one that's judged solely on the music, meaning it's not coming immediately compared to Pantera, Black Sabbath, Dio, you know, it's not coming compared to those pasts, which let's face it. How are you going to compare to those past anybody? How is anybody going to compare to those bands? You can't. And you, and you know, they can compare you all day long and, and, and everyone, including myself know that, well, we're not those bands. We're all right. influenced and we love those bands, but you know, there's a lot of people out there like, Oh, well, you're trying to sound like this, or you're trying to sound like that, or you've got so-and-so in the band and, and you guys can't compare that. It's like, well, yeah, obviously we know that. So yeah, we're not trying to do that. So we just said, let's just be ourselves. Let's just do what we do. Cause we know that not everyone's going to like it. It's, it's like either you're going to like it or you're not. And we understand that. Mm -hmm. And we don't expect everybody to like it. And you know what, if they don't like it, Hey, cheers. It's all good. Sure. We're not worried about it. 
Well, I know for, for you specifically, your voice, I'm going to make a, I'll make a comparison and it's probably to a band that you may vaguely know or not know at all. Cause they're not a huge band by any stretch of the imagination, but your vocal style on this record reminds me of a band out of San Francisco called spiral arms, which is uh Tim Narducci from, um, what was the band he was in? Um, systematic back in the early 2000s he was i remember singer. that band remember yeah he was the that. singer of that band and then they went on and formed uh it's him and it's um craig losicero from um forbidden okay. but but musically it's very similar to what you're doing here and specifically vocally where it's no there's like literally no screaming in it it's just more of a it's it's more of a vocal harmony thing Sort of Alice in Chainsy, but not as much. And and that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm sure you're getting the Alice in Chains thing on parts, but but you know I, love, I mean I I'm not intending to do it, but it's just you know, I grew up listening to Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Mark Lanigan, you know, Nirvana, Pantera. I mean, the nineties were my era. So, you know, I guess you can't really blame me for kind of, you know, not I'm not trying to sound like that. That's just what I grew up listening to, and that's what I like, you know. Right on. But, uh, hey, if you want to compare me to a multi-million dollar selling establishment, <laughs> I'm completely fine with it. <laughs> so, so, so I should just say, yeah, you sound just like James Hetfield. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe they'll let us play out in the parking lot before their show. <laughs> That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding, man. Well, dude, it, in a lot of ways, what what i hear in this and again i don't want to compare it to anything but i think the the core to listening to the record song to song is is probably mark i'm guessing but every song has a huge meaty groove to it you know you you come in with the cool vocal delivery over it but that it's all about the groove sound to it does is that how you guys write do you write to a groove or do you write to a riff and form the groove how do you how do you come up with the the music that you write well there's you know there's always a a version a b version and a c version <clears throat> but uh a lot of times mark will say hey check this riff out we'll throw some uh you know some some drums off the computer or whatever and and he'll send it to me and we'll listen and Sometimes I'll come up with some stuff right away. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure what to do. And then he'll have an idea and he'll approach me, you know, and uh, a lot of times Mark will have the riff in the song pretty fairly, fairly close to what, what's going to happen before we uh, start doing any vocals or anything or any lyrics. So um, he's uh, that's usually how that works, you know, uh, right. but it usually comes fairly easily, you know, fairly easy. Um, like I said, he'll send me stuff. I'll have some ideas and we'll kick back and forth until we kind of figure out where we're going to go with it. And then boom, that's pretty much it. It's very, sure. pretty easy process. Really. Is one of you the more dominant writer? Are you more dominant than him or him more than you, or does it really um, have to match? Well, let's see the first two records. We were pretty half and half on this one. Mark wrote a lot of, because I was going through, you know, my brother passed away oh. in 2021. So it was very difficult for me to really do much of right. anything. Um, so Mark had a heavy hand on this one and he did a great job. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, it was tough for me. So uh, it's, it's, it's 2020, 2021 were, were, were pretty tough. So it was hard for me to do much except kind of be there for my mom and right. you know, just kind of take care of family. Um, but uh, yeah, Mark did a great job 
and uh, we we work together, <clears throat> and uh, it's just man. I mean, I, I got to tell you that this this album is probably my favorite. You know, sure. and the reason the reason why is because it's like you said, people are like, oh, you have you know you have Pantera or Dio or Sabbath. It's like no, we don't have any of that. It's like this is as you can tell. It's like you know we wrote the first record, we wrote the second record, and this record is still you can still tell it's us all the way through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't feel like we really lost too terribly much. No, and no no disrespect to those guys. Sure. No, but it, it's nice to to be able to put something new and fresh out. Absolutely. And and, and I mean being honest, if you just look at it, if you didn't decide to do it without those guys, like if you really especially Rex right now, you would not be putting a record out because he's gonna be busy for the next however long that this Pantera juggernaut keeps going. Oh yeah. God bless him too. I'm so happy to to see that. I know that he he's got he's he's happy. Sure. And you know what? The fans are happy and and I'm I'm happy for all of those guys because you know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, oh, why are you doing that? It's like because. I mean, look at look at I mean, the numbers and look at all the people that are going to the shows. I mean, sure it's not Pantera, we all know that, but yeah. it's great for the fans, it's great for the metal community. Mm -hmm. It's great for those guys. It's great for their family members. It's it's nice to have that out there. I mean, at first I was like, ah, I'm not really sure about this. It's not going to sound like Pantera. I was like, well, no joke. It's not going to sound like right. Pantera. But I tell you what, Charlie and uh, and Zach exactly. are doing a great job, and uh, I'm happy for those guys. It's killer, yeah, dude. Same, same here. Pantera is my favorite band of all time, and yeah. and believe me, just like you, skeptical as all get out when I first heard. Wait a minute, you're going to do it without the Abbots? That can't happen, right? And then you start seeing the videos. It's like, wow, it yeah, really is killer. cool. You know, and I've seen, look, growing up, I went to every single Pantera concert Same. that I could, every record I saw them. Same. I mean, when, when Vulgar Display of Power came out, they played in New Orleans and I drove down to see them. I'll never forget it. You know, so it, I think it's great for, for the fans. Yeah. No, it, I think it's great. I think they're doing a great job. And definitely agree, awesome. man. Yeah. Well, aside from pantera people should be looking for kill devil hill because this is a this is a record people definitely need to need to hear i'll tell you what we do dewey why don't we take a little break here we're going to give people a taste of what you're doing here we're going to play um going to play a little bit of the song uh, blood in the water the video that you've got out there uh, why don't you tell us about that song and about the video cool we did the video uh i'd say probably man when did we do that video Probably in January, I want to say, or February, something like that. Right. Yeah, we did it with uh, Vicente. He did a uh, bunch. He did Ministry, and he's done a bunch of other bands. Of course, now that you ask me the question, I can't think of all the bands that he's done. <laughs> oh my goodness! And uh, Mark, Mark wrote that song. Okay. He wrote the whole song, "Blood in the Water." Um, it's a great song. It was actually one of the uh, first songs off the record that we wrote. You know which is actually one of my favorite songs. Very cool. Yeah. Well, let's play it right now. This is Blood in the Water. It is Kill Devil Hill, and it is Chris Haken Presents.
Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents, we are talking with Dewey Bragg of Kill Devil Hill, new release, Seas of Oblivion. When is it out officially, like the whole album? Is it out or is it? Today. Today. Okay, very cool. That's September the 20th, that's today. All right, so. so Wait, that is today, right? Yeah, that okay. is today, yeah. <laughs> so so by the time people see this, they better go right to their right to their streaming thing or whatever they use to listen to it on their way to going wherever they're supposed to go to buy it. How's that? Yes. Is that correct? Absolutely. <laughs> Where should we tell them to go to buy it? Uh, you can go to Legends. Uh, uh, let's see, legendrecords.com. I believe that's the name where you can go get it. You can also get it at Apple. You can get it at Spotify. Okay. You can get it at all the uh, streaming platforms. Um, I believe it's Legends. Yeah, let me, that's the, that's the, I have to look at my notes here because there's so much <laughs> stuff going on that I, right. I can't keep up sometimes. I hear you. There's just so many different things happening from a day-to-day basis. Uh, www.legendshop.co is where you can get it. You can get the okay. double vinyl, uh, which we have double vinyl. We have uh, signed double vinyl. Uh, you can get CDs. You can get sweatshirts, T-shirts. Check it out. There's a lot of stuff there you can you can purchase. Absolutely, man. So you well, can get it well, dude, let's – there you go. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Very cool. Everybody and as I say on every interview, buy something, people. Please. Yeah, it's great if you stream it. That's wonderful. You get to hear it. But that does these guys no good. You pay you if you play this album a hundred times, Dewey gets about a nickel. So Yeah. So Don't buy see something. Me for zero point zero zero. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a good thing, but but buying it helps. So definitely go out and buy it. And I and I'm gonna imagine that if if and when you guys get out there and tour, if they've bought something, you'll sign it. Yeah. Absolutely. We'd love to. Absolutely. We're looking forward to getting out and seeing everybody too. You know, it's been a long time. Uh we've we've been on the back burner for a while, but now this is uh it's gonna be great to get this new material out and uh, I hope everybody enjoys it, you know. Sure. Is is there any hard. tour plans as of yet or still waiting to yeah, see how gonna, it does or we're doing the Whiskey A Go Go tomorrow night, which is September 21st. Okay. And then we're doing Vegas, and we're going to do Santa Ana, and we're going to book some stuff in November, and then we're going to do some more stuff at the beginning of the year. It just hasn't been finalized yet. We're just working on it now. Right on. Dude, are you worried about the price of everything? Because that's what I hear is the big motherfucker right now with touring is that, you know, six fifty or a gallon of gas or whatever, it's it's not yes. not, a, not affordable anymore. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, everything's really expensive, like you said. You know, I mean, just going to the grocery store is expensive. I mean, trying mm-hmm. to pay the gas bill is expensive. You know, I mean, especially with a band like us that you know, you know, we're gonna be doing like probably smaller venues for now. I mean, we'd love to get on a tour with someone that's bigger. You know, maybe sure. maybe open up for them if possible. Hopefully that will work out. But yeah, we want to get out and play. You know, we'd love to open for a bigger band. You know, maybe support someone or you know, be be in the first band. Doesn't matter. Be the opener. Um, but yeah, we're definitely going to get out and start playing. We're working on it as we speak. So, but yeah, it's expensive. It's tough, but you know, yeah. you got to do it. So do more than stream. Buy, buy, yeah. buy, buy. <laughs> buy some merch. There it is. Buy some albums. <laughs> Come see us play, please. That's right. Well, dude, let's dig into the record a little bit. Um, I, I always start with my favorite track on the record. This one was an easy one for me. Playing with Fire is by far my favorite song on the record. It's got that, that, cool vibe to it your vocal is probably the best vocal on the record in my opinion um you know so tell me a little bit about that song thanks um well playing with fire uh that's another one that mark wrote and uh i basically what happened was on that song is i came up 
Mark sent me the music and I came up with a melody and I had some scratch lyrics, you okay. know, like some, but the melody was kind of there. So, I mean, right away, I, you know, it was like, I knew exactly what I was going to do. And uh, I wrote some lyrics and then, and then I said to Mark, he's like, Oh, I got a great idea. And literally like the next day he sent me back all the lyrics. I was like, Jesus, I was like, that was, <laughs> it was, you know, it was amazing. And so I was like, all right, cool. Here we go. And, um, I tracked it demo sounded sounded wicked and he put some harmonies on it sounded wicked um basically for me i usually let the the listener interpret it the, the way sure. they they're feeling at the time you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you know i could tell you what it's about but you know when you listen to a song depending on how you feel at the time you just never know it could, you could be going through something through life and you could just make you feel a certain way so that's why I always let the listener interpret it for themselves you know right on man yeah. Uh, the other tune that that I really really like a lot, and I've been playing a ton, is from the Ashes, which is probably the the one curveball I guess of the record because it is, it, it reminds me of, and not in the bad way that people will probably take this as, but it reminds me of some of that mid '90s Metallica ballad stuff, like the Bleeding Me type stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it just it has that kind of building motif to it i guess uh and it's different than pretty much anything that you've ever done um yeah. that one you know really for me was the curveball but i love it tell me a little bit about this one and did it feel odd for you to do something that's fairly different from what you're known for um no actually it didn't feel awkward at all i felt like i was right where i was supposed to be at the time okay the um the troubling thing about that particular song, I'll tell you a little story, is uh, okay. when we were tracking this song, my brother was in the hospital, mm. right? So he passed away uh, of li with liver disease, and I was literally in the studio singing this song when he, when wow. he, when he passed away. So it was, it's tough because I would, was singing the song, and then I had to stop. You know, I, you know I'd go, well, he was actually in the hospital. He hadn't, he hadn't passed away at the time, but... Right. I was singing that song and then, you know, going in the bathroom and I would, you know, I was a mess, you know, complete mm -hmm. mess. So I had to stop and go back and sing. And I had to stop and then go back to the bathroom and like kind of get my emotions out and come back and sing a little more. So that, that particular song and pharmaceutical sunshine, um, you know, I just think about my brother with those songs, you know, like I said, that's how I feel like this, you know, it just was, that's all I ever think about is like my brother. Cause you know, he, like I said, he passed away with liver disease. So when I hear those lyrics and, you know, I hear the song, you know, when, when, when I hear the emotions in that song, that's, that's what it's from, you know? So sure. it's a, it's a tough one, but no, I felt, I felt good singing it. Uh, it was tough though. I'll tell you. Right. Tell you, is, it, really is it tough hearing it now? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It, it is. I get but, it. But you know, no, I get, dude, I, I write books on the side and, um, and I've written two that are like really, serious ones you know like the ones about a industrial accident that i went through where i got burned up like 70 percent with crafts and oh, wow. coma and all kinds of shit and and i'll tell you up front i i understand what you're saying because i get people all the time that hit me back and they're like oh well when you wrote this or that and it's like well wait a minute it's not that i wrote that it's that i lived that and you know it's it's yeah. It really takes me back to that exact moment. I have to imagine that that this song and, like you said, Pharmaceutical Sunrise as well, probably takes you right back to 
a bad spot that just doesn't doesn't get easier i guess no it doesn't it's just uh it was a very it, it was a really emotional time for me True. but i will say like my heart and soul was poured into those two songs specifically because like i said when he was passing away it was it was like you know you know if you have a brother or sister you know you you feel you're really attached in a, in a sure. different way you know like you, you share a lot and you you're really close and it was a tough one, you know, because, um, you know, my, 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 my brother passed away, you know, it just, it was like, it's like something, something changes, you know, the family changes, mm -hmm. you lose someone close. And uh, those songs, you know, were, you know, I feel like those songs were, were for him, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, it's, um, it's great that you tributized him that way, man. That's, we, that's the album's definitely dedicated to him. We, and we, we put that in the liner notes as well. That's cool. So, Very yeah. cool, man. Well, dude, it's it's unfortunate that you had to write from that place, but you you yeah. did good work writing from that place. I'll put it that way. How's that? Thank you. I appreciate you know. it. I greatly appreciate it. Sure, man. Well, dude, but moving forward, um, you know the the you're gonna be out there touring it. You're gonna you're gonna definitely get out there and work it. Am I wrong in thinking that that somebody's believing in it just by the fact that you have several videos out front of it and like it, it's being treated like a lot of bigger bands get treated these days is there somebody behind it or is it just you guys's determination to make it as big as you can it's it's determination it's a little of both okay it's a little of both and uh you know our last record that we did with century media um basically just got lost because their um their front office our record came out the front office moved like everyone moved to a different building to another company and so that record kind of got lost in the shuffle and sure. no one really knew about it. So with this one, which, which sucked really bad, but this one, this one in particular, uh, Mark has worked very, very hard uh, in pushing this record. He's done a lot of work to um, get this record where it needs to be. Um, I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. I just right. can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'd rather have somebody else take care of it, but you know, Mark did a great, great job. And the people that we're working with has, has done a really, really good job. And I'd like to thank all of them too. I mean, like, you know, they everyone that's been involved in this record has done a really, really good job. And um, it's a little of both. I mean, our determination, we just wanted to do it right this time. We wanted to right. get it out there, you know, and the attention that this record has gotten, honestly, wasn't expecting it to be as big as it has been so far. And, I'm really, really happy with it. And I, we hope that it continues to gain more momentum. You know, the more momentum that momentum that we get, I think the more chances we have of possibly getting onto a, a tour with someone and maybe sure. getting it out there a little more so people can hear it. Cause I think the record's great. I mean, I really yeah. think the record could do well. We just need to, we just need to uh, get it out there and have more people listen and get involved, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's the age old adage. It has to be heard. You know, if, yeah. if it doesn't well, get I mean, heard, it doesn't do you no good. You know, it also helps too. Like I was telling on another interview, it's like, uh, you know, I don't drink anymore. So being sober and being uh, aware now, you know, it's like uh, as the first two records, I wasn't very coherent, if you will. Sure. On, on this particular one, it's like you just really kind of hone in. You know, there's a different, like you, you, it's like a euphoric feeling that you have. Like you really just focus. Right. Much more focused than ever. Sure. Dude, yeah. now. You just, I did not know that. When did you stop drinking? 
Uh, it was probably in, I want to say 2021. Okay. 22? Yeah, 2021. Because I was going to say, I know for a fact the last time I saw you, which was 2001, we did some drinking with you. You know, we, we oh, had yeah. a shot or eight. You know? <laughs> I believe it. There was a lot. Well, of I was a lot younger then too. You know, you right? can handle it. You can bounce back, but now it's like, ah, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's just nice to be able to uh, think the know. next day. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the yeah. same boat, man. I, I mean, I, I haven't quit drinking per se, but I, I've kind of, definitely narrowed it down to it's got to be a special occasion and it's got to you know it's not all the little dumb things that they tell you when you're 20 and you ignore it's the yeah, exactly. you know don't drink don't drink by yourself don't drink at home alone don't drink for no reason you know right. i i've instituted all that stuff and it's worked out a whole lot better and you know now all of a sudden I'm productive imagine that <laughs> yeah you, yeah definitely well it helps you know and it's just my i think my issue was is it wasn't just one you had like 101 right (laughs) you've either upset someone or you've done something stupid or you're waking up wondering what happened and it's just Mm -hmm. like you know yeah i can't do it so it it, it shows too vocally i think on this record too you can tell that i'm just i'm very focused on what i'm doing Mm -hmm. yeah and your voice is very clean you know and and that's that's rare for somebody that sang for so many years the way you used to yeah. to be able to go and do the cleaner vocal man usually your throat would have been smoked by this time oh yeah well i just felt like i wanted to do something different you know just i wanted to be i wanted to, to have clarity in this record i wanted right. and i wanted to go a different direction and and i explained that to mark and Mark was like you know what maybe we should do that and so we did and i think i think it worked out i think it worked out well absolutely know? i'm very happy with it sure no question man well, dude, let's wrap this one up with um, the video for Pharmaceutical Sunrise. Um, you know, it's the it's the latest video that you guys sunshine. have put out there. And uh, what did I say? Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah, Pharmaceutical oh, sunshine. sunshine. I'm I'm a goof. Let's try that again. Here we go. Well, well, dude, let's wrap this one up with uh, Pharmaceutical Sunshine, uh, the the latest video that you've got out there today. Um, Tell us a little bit about the song, or you told us most of it, but tell us a little bit about the video, and um, and we'll wrap it up there. So the video we shot was out in the desert. <clears throat> it's like a dry lake bed out past San Bernardino, California. Um, we went out there with uh, Vincent and uh, basically did like a two-camera shoot. It was uh, one still camera, right? and then we did drone, all that drone footage. It was just one drone flying around. And uh, it was pretty cool, actually. It was hot as hell, but it was right. cool riding the motorcycles and, uh, you know, shooting that video was a lot of fun. Probably the, the best one yet, I think. But, uh, yeah, that particular song, um, again, like when I listen to it and hear it, I think about my brother. Sure. Um, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the song's about the uh, opioid uh, epidemic that's going on in the world today, you know, of how, you know, the fentanyl and all this stuff that's happening and pharmaceuticals and uh, this how expensive everything is and people dying from you know taking pills and you know doing mm-hmm. whatever it is they do it's just it's terrible you know yeah uh, it's tough so tough times man it's tough times it really is so you know we decided to put a song, a song together about it and this is it pharmaceutical sunshine all right well let's check it out right now it is uh, kill devil hill from seas of oblivion out right now make sure you got you buy it don't just stream it buy it buy it buy it 
And um, here it is. Here's the here's the video. And of course, Dewey, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aker Presents. Thank you.